0: Welcome to our podcast, F1 to the Max, which talks about the current F1 2021 season. We shall delve into each Grand Prix from Park Fermi to racetrack. So join us for all the thrills and spills of the race weekend. So round 14 of the F1 2021 season takes us to Monza, the temple of speed. It's a fast track, it's a flowing track, as well as it's got very low downforce. All the Formula One cars were on the skinniest of of all the settings and the wings were the skinniest of them all, low downforce played a very important part. Also, another thing to notice about Monza is that the Monza Monza track that has been used right now, for the past 100 years, it used to be just a simple oval circuit. But the oval circuit used to be very dangerous, a lot of people have lost their lives on it, as a result of which it had undergone a big change. Now, the other important thing about Monza is that the engine power for all the cars is very important. And as said, Mercedes were the dominating force and they really had the power to go on with the entire weekend for that matter. And the Red Bulls knew for a fact that they were, going to, they were going to struggle and they and they did. They had good long run pace, however their short run to their qualifying phase was not that great. So a lot of drivers had also confirmed their moves into various other new teams. Your Valtteri Bottas was going to go to Alfa Romeo, Alex Albon is going to come back. Into F1 and drive for the Williams teams, your George Russell. Yes, George Russell finally all the hard work paid off and all his great performances that he put in has finally got him a good Mercedes seat. Now, when we come to the entire weekend, it started with Gasly. Pierre Gasly had won the same race last year in a very dramatic, in a dramatic fashion, and I was really emotional once I heard this entire when I saw this entire race. Like I literally cried after the entire race so Gatsby was on point and he was doing his thing it was a totastic event when i say totastic i mean you the car ahead always needed to punch a hole so the car behind the first the leading car used to always get a good toe, as in it used to get the cleaner air and the slipstream in order to get the best time possible so a lot of people a lot of teammates were doing this uh, slipstreaming toe totastic towing each other through turns and through the straights and everything, so that they could get a good time in. In practice too, we saw Carlos Carlos Sainz, who looked look like have a very, a very nasty crash, which obviously put the Ferraris back into the pressure and the Tifosi were very sad. Ferrari this entire weekend has been controlling the emotions of the Tifosi because the Italian fans are really, really very passionate about their about their motorsport. An important thing to note during this weekend is that it was the return of sprint qualifying. Now we had seen sprint qualifying, which happened in Great Britain, and was that some kind of a high-stakes kind of game, where you saw people having different strategies, and you saw the uh, you saw the great the great tussle between Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. A lot of it, it gives it gives a chance for the. The lower teams to make an important dent so that they can start higher up so that for the race they have a good chance of scoring more points and we saw that thing happen as well. Now Gasly had qualified fourth and he had a good start and as a result of which he was in third position probably could have challenged for the second or even the first position. His car was fine and was working very well for this entire weekend but he made a mistake into turn one which caused him to lose his front wing and he went Pyrrhening into the sidewall in Grande. Now, what happened after that was that, I felt really sad with the entire thing. But, the safety car came out and Valtteri Bottas had already gotten into the the front. Valtteri was controlling the pace, Max was trying to keep up with him because he knew that Valtteri Bottas had an engine penalty because he had put in a new engine so he would be starting from right back back in the grid. Uh, So, he was playing the strategic game. Uh, Daniel Ricciardo had sneaked past Lewis Hamilton and was in P3. Lando Norris was in P4 and because of his bad start, Hamilton had slipped down to P5. We saw saw a repeat of the battle which we had seen in Austria of Lando Norris versus Lewis Hamilton. Perez made his way back because he had a horrible, horrible qualifying session. As a result of which, he had to really fight back through the entire field to finish P8. That was amazing to see and because of the engine penalty we saw mclaren for the first time in a long time that we saw the mclaren of daniel ricardo and it has been a tough time for him as well on the front row seeing a mclaren in a front row got made me get reminded of you know the michael schumacher and the mika Hakkinen fights used to happen in the 99 2000 2001 season. And it was amazing to see that, you know, the, the the resurgence of McLaren is a really is a story that has to be is a story that has to be said. So let's get started with it and let's talk about it. What happened to it during the race as well? Okay, okay. so in the race we had all the stars out, like your Usain Bolt, Vin Diesel. They were all enjoying the start. Gasly was going to start from the pits because of this horrible crash that he had, as a result of which. It was a big uphill battle for him to try to get it done so he came out for a practice lap and the car still didn't feel that great for him so as a result of which he tried they tried repairing the car as best as possible and they tried they literally tried their best whatever they could do with the car and all the crash was the crash was quite extensive actually speaking so the entire front suspension of the car was mostly damaged so, they, replacing that in a very short period of time is quite difficult. And definitely, it was a big heartbreak to see Gasly out in just two laps after the race started. And Yuki didn't even get his start because there was a major hydraulic issue. Tough day, a real tough, tough day for Alpha Tauri. The, the team, it was the team's actual home race because the team is based out of Faenza, in Italy. So, it was their home race as well. And they couldn't do anything about the predicament that they were in. So, Boralt Fetauri is out. This was before the race even started. And Hamilton was played a little bit of gamesmanship and went on to the hard tyres. Meanwhile, everybody was on the medium tyres. So I think the strategy that he wanted to play was that, let me get these hard tyres which are 1.5 seconds slower than the soft tyres. Let me get those out of the way so that I get onto the medium tyres and I will be faster towards the end of the race with a low fuel level as well. So, I got what he was thinking about and the Mercedes has a strong engine as well. So, I think he could keep up. Like, you know, he doesn't have to lose any places, but he could keep up with it as well. And then, the fire lights went off and off they went. We saw Ricardo and Max Verstappen Get a good launch from the starting point but Ricardo just had more pace now the McLaren has a Mercedes engine in it as well and so with a low drag setup they, these this cars was really able to fly really hard and really fa- and really fly away fast. So he was able to get Max into the first turn itself. Hamilton and Max were they were still vicinity of each other but there's something which happened later on during the race after their first pit stops, which I will get to it in a bit. So, Lando Norris, meanwhile, sneaked past past Lewis Hamilton and was able to get into third position. So, Max Verstappen was in a sandwich between the McLarens. Now, what was happening? The inherent problem of Red Bull this entire weekend has been their car. Their car is designed mostly for handling off-tracks, and not a, not a car which is built for uh, built for the speed of uh, Monza, which is a low drag circuit and requires more engine power. The McLarens, on the contrary, they have the Mercedes engines and they were fa- they were really fast. And Mercedes, they are op- they are overpowered. They have a, they have an engine and they have they have been dominating the hybrid season ever since it started as well. So, everybody go goes on to their first pit stops. Uh, Ricardo has a good pit stop. Lando has a good pit stop as well, but Red Bull, the masters of the sub two second pit stops, they cock up and they created a 11 second pit stop, which was unbelievable to see because a team with that kind of precision and that kind of that kind of dedication to the sport were unable to give Max the necessary push so that he could go and challenge for the lead. It would have been an easy race for him. If, he, if they would have had a good pit stop, like a 1.8-second pit stop, maybe Max would have been able to challenge Ricardo, get closer to him and take the win and extend his lead. But that's not, ha- that's not what happened. Because we had a major cock-up by the Red Bull kick, pick, pit crew, which caused Daniel Ricardo and Lewis Hamilton, as well as Lando Norris, to go ahead of him. So he went from leading the Grand Prix into a position where he was probably not going to be in the points as well. Now, you need to understand that Max is working on a different level as of now. So, he came he came fighting through the field and Mercedes, under pressure, are not a very good team. They also had a, a 4.2 second pit stop which got Max and Lewis Hamilton very close to each other. You have to give, you have to give Uh, Credit where it's due, Max really drove that car and was able to get so close to Hamilton that he could challenge him for that third position and try to, you know, get back into into a podium position, basically. But, they came together and this was since Great Britain, since Imola. These kind of fights have been happening for such a long time. Now, there have been various news agencies, various F1 blogs, various F1 threads and memes and all which have come up. Based upon this entire incident, the basic incident was what? Two cars into one corner is not a good, is a recipe for disaster. Just let's let's say that. Two cars into one corner is a recipe for disaster. That is what exactly happened. And we have to give credit to the halo cause Max Verstappen's rear right tire had hit Hamilton's head and it was a very weird crash. It is it is a racing incident because I think Hamilton squeezed him, but he was right to take that line as well. Max Verstappen was right to keep his line as well, and it just so happened that he hit the curb. All right, because again he didn't have that much space. Maybe they would re- remove that orange sausage curb, which caused that which caused that weird ta- takeoff for Max into uh, into Hamilton's halo. Probably this incident would have been prevented as well, but it so happened. It is just a basic racing incident. Two drivers fighting for the world championship are going to try everything. They are not going to give an inch to one another. They are going to go for whatever, whatever instance they have. Because Hamilton was of the of the opinion that if I yield in this corner, he is going. Max is going to win the race, and if Max yielded in that corner, Hamilton is going to win the race. So. Obviously, they would not let each other go, go past. So that was bound to happen. It is a racing incident. Later on, we came to know stewards have passed the decision of giving Max Verstappen a three-place grid penalty, which I think is pretty much unwarranted, because again, it was a racing incident. Two drivers racing, going for the World Championship, There is mutual respect between one another. I do see that in the racing. They are sportsmen at the end of the day and they are professionals. So, that is just a racing incident and that's what the discussion should be all about. There have been multiple YouTube comments, there have been multiple comments on all types of social media of how Hamilton is wrong and Verstappen or Verstappen is wrong or the Stewart's decision is wrong. Well, I am not very much for the Stewart's decision but I will tell you this much, that it is a racing incident. They are going to come together like this more times than already that they have come. There is going to be multiple times as that. It depends who will yield first, who can play the smart game and both of them are smart drivers as well. So keeping this incident aside, some of the other heroes were who? Now the second driver position was was an important is an important part in this championship, actually speaking, because we have Valtteri Bottas for Mercedes and we have Sergio Perez for Red Bull. The thing is that Valtteri Bottas is so used to being a rear gunner for Hamilton, and in courts I would say trying to challenge for the championship whenever Mercedes has been so overpowered, that he can get that Mercedes car from position twentieth into position three. All right. And that is some that is that is some kind that is 100% his talent. I would give him that. But that car is great as well. Sergio Perez, for his first year in Red Bull, is doing a good job, but he needs to be really up there. That decision of going off track and taking the position away from Charles Leclerc, which caused him a five-second penalty, was was kind of like on the back foot. Now again, I would realize that Red Bull would have probably done this, thinking that you know. Their car is not that great, and it's a car that this track doesn't suit the Red Bull car basically. So I would say that mm, it's a tough decision for Red Bull. It was a bad day for them. So getting P5 after the five-second penalty was a good thing, but I think they should have gone for the win. They should have tra- they should have challenged Lando and uh, Ricardo for the race win. However, they could have done it, like you know how best, like you know using their engine modes and everything because i do feel the red bull and honda do have the power to go for the win another great drive by lando norris and to see mclaren on position one and two after 11 years 11 goddamn years the struggle that they have been through with the entire shift to the honda engines that full debacle which happened in this entire hybrid hybrid era when the hybrid era started That entire debacle of the Honda engines has put them on such a back back foot and to finally see them 1-2. Believe me, Ricardo and Lando Norris are great futures. We would see them fighting more for the position 2 as well as position 1. McLaren would create a headache for both Red Bull and Mercedes, I hope in the 2022 season. Andreas Seidel, the team principal, is a smart guy. I would tell him that he is so smart that he kind of engineered, not to take away from the race engineers of Lando Norris as well as the entire team that is supporting Daniel Ricardo as well. But Andreas Seidel is a strategic mind. Zach Brown is a very good management guy to get these two drivers on board because he knew this camaraderie and this team. This is not the same McLaren team that I knew when I used to watch Formula 1 in the 2000s, in the 90s for that matter. McLaren was a very stiff organisation. Zach Brown has infused McLaren with a sense of sportsmanship and a sense of uh, fun, which has caused this thing to finally uh, show itself in such a beautiful way to see them. like I'm getting emotional just talking about it because it was so happy to see Ricardo getting his first win after all the spate of bad luck that he's had ever since he left Red Bull. 2018 was the last time when he was actually going to challenge for the championship as well. He had a horrible time at Renault, but towards the end he started building up. McLaren, he started with a horrible spate of races, but finally getting this 1-2 was great. There was a little bit of a cheekiness which Lando Norris also played during this time. That was Lando trying to take the win. Andreas Seidel again came on the team radio. Sorry, his race engineer came on the team radio and said that maintain position, gave him the team order, because if they would have fought, Sergio Perez would have become more closer to both of them and probably could have overtaken them. So I saw the strategic advantage in what they uh, they told Lando to hold the position. The celebration on the podium, seeing the Shui back again was fun to see because that guy is real fun. That guy keeps the sport light. That guy doesn't take him himself seriously. When he's hard on himself, he's hard on himself. But when he's go- when he's great, he is great. He is an amazing race racer, a, a late-breaking genius. That's what Daniel Ricciardo is all about. It was an amazing race to see. Monza always has this kind of emotion attached to it, which when you see the race, you see it's going to be a normal weekend, but it always throws out this kind of curveballs. Always, I cannot wait for the next race to come. It is Sochi. The Russian Grand Prix. It's a very flat track. People are going to say it's boring. But I want to see the I want to see how Hamilton and Verstappen, the professional drivers, the professional sportsmen that, sportsmen that they are. How do they deal with this entire situation? How do the two second drivers cope with championship for the for the constructors? Because I think the constructors will go down to the second driver. I'm hinging a little bit right now towards Mercedes, probably when Winning the constructors championship, but was taking the drivers championship? Cause Sergio again, he is still not, he's still not comfortable with the car as as of now. McLaren is going to solidify their position for third. It will see that's another high-powered track, so they might be great as well on uh, on there. And since it's being a, fla- a flat track, I would see the Alpha Tauri's really go for it. They would really go for go for it, cause. Alpine has extended their lead by even more 3 points which gives them like almost close to a 10 point advantage and franz tost team principal of alpha tauri really wants to finish fifth that car does have the fin- uh, has the pace to finish fifth again they don't need these kind of problems they need to be more they need to be more clean throughout the weekend to get it so thank you guys for listening please subscribe to f1 to the max And hear us out on wherever podcasts are available. Mostly on Spotify and Google Podcasts. Bye, guys.